recorded live. Hey everyone, Hudson here, and you're listening to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. Today is Sunday, November 17th, and this is episode number 94, The Busy Life of a Gamer. Today I have Greg here with me. Hey guys, how's it going? And Steve is on his way shortly, so we'll add him into the call as soon as he gets here. Um, So it has been quite a while since the last episode. It's been like three months, so I miss you guys. I miss doing these episodes. It's it's so much fun doing these. I definitely agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. I guess uh, as the episode name um, is titled, The Busy Life of a Gamer, we've all just been so busy and... um, and just our schedules just haven't been able to, to, to match to be able to do these these episodes. So we, we did want to figure something out so that way we can discuss all the stuff we've been playing the uh, the last few weeks and months. And, uh, of course, when when we decide to do the podcast, Nintendo's like, hey, you know what, let's throw a Nintendo Direct in there so you guys have plenty to discuss. So that ended, ended up working out really well. Uh, so we got a Nintendo Direct to discuss. We've got lots of games to talk about, um, lots going on in this episode. Uh, and as always, you can join in. So if you are listening, please join in uh, to the podcast. We have a chat room going, and you can even call into the show live. So full details on how to do that are on NintendoFuse.com. So head to NintendoFuse.com right now, and uh, the first post there will be about the podcast. So click on that link and, and get all the details. But if you want to call in, you just dial um, 1-724-444-7444. That's a lot of fours, I know. Uh, then the call ID of 59264, followed by the pound sign. And uh, call in. We'd be happy to have you. So without further ado, let's get right into the discussion. So a lot was announced in the Nintendo Direct, so lots of good stuff. And the first thing that I want to talk about is the 3DS firmware updates coming next month. Very exciting. I was kind of not expecting them to talk about this stuff because Usually they only announce the big stuff when there's a worldwide Nintendo Direct, but we only had a North America one and a European one. There's no Japanese Nintendo Direct, so I was a little surprised about that. Um, but hey, I'm not complaining. We got new stuff. Uh, so the 3DS firmware update coming next month. Uh, you're going to be able to register a Nintendo Network ID uh, that you can create on Wii U right now. You can register that on your 3DS, and it'll combine your eShop balances, so there's no more having $5 in the 3DS and $2 on the Wii U, you know, it's all combined. Um, so that way you can just put uh, put your money all in one big pool to use between both systems. And Miiverse is finally coming to the 3DS as well. So very exciting. So uh, are you excited about this, Greg? I am very excited. I was, when they were just saying like the podcast, like, oh, just pre- previously announced games. So I was like, I wasn't expecting anything about a firmware update. And I know, some people like on Twitter were speculating that they were going to be going through with this, but there was no indication from Nintendo. So that was definitely a hit out of like left field. Like you don't even, didn't even took every weight by the broadside. So I was definitely very excited to see that the Miiverse is coming to the 3DS, especially with the removal of Swap Note. Yeah, definitely. I kind of figured, I was like, well, we knew they were going to do Miiverse and they said supposedly, I think back in April, they said they'll do it by the end of the year. And I was like, well, now that they remove Swap Note, they got to do something. Um, so I guess Miiverse is their is their answer. Although I did read that Miiverse on 3DS, you won't be able to message your friends or accept friend requests. It'll just be the community part of Miiverse. So that kind of sucks because I thought, you know, like you would be able to message people just like in Swap Note, which they removed. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that. 
I mean, I kind of wish that they had the full access to it, but I guess they determined there was better not to have that messaging because of the issues that they were having with SWAT now. So, I mean, that part's kind of disappointing, but I definitely do like the unified account having to be able to merge the balances between the two systems because that, that's significantly easier just to add the balance into one one account and then it's like, hey, well, I want to buy Legend of Zelda or whatever, and then you can go ahead and do that. Or, oh, wait, I want to get Mario Kart 8. Then it's like now you're able to just use the same funds there. You don't have to have put $40 in one account and like $50 in the other, and then you have miscellaneous change left in both accounts. Right, exactly. And uh, let's welcome Steve to the podcast. How's it going, Steve? Hey, how's it going? Sorry about being late. No problem. I was just saying it's been a, it's been a while since we've done you know an episode, so it's exciting that we're we're able to to talk again. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. It's uh it's been a while. A lot of a lot of things have happened. Not not too much, um, which is kind of unfortunate because there's not been you know a ton of things to talk about in the world of Nintendo. But there's there's been some things here recently. So yeah. right, yeah, everything of course happens all at once. It's a Nintendo Direct and everything, right? <laughs> yeah. So we were just talking about the uh, first thing on the list was the uh, the 3DS firmware update next month and Miiverse and everything coming next month. So are you are you excited and ready for Miiverse on 3DS? About stinking time. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's great. I think that the Miiverse and, and how they're you know integrating everything into one account and you know Nintendo ID and all that other stuff. It just it's about time. Like I. I glad they're finally doing it, but it should have happened a while back. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I, I think it's, uh, I mean, honestly, um, I'm excited about Miiverse on, on 3DS. Uh, I think I, you know, I'll definitely use it with the games that are, you know, eventually integrated with it and everything. Um, but I think what, I'll, <laughs> what I'm more looking forward to is actually the uh, the official app. <laughs> like for smartphones because I feel like I'm on my iPhone or iPad or whatever on on Miiverse just as much as I am on my Wii U um, just because it's really easy to just access and everything. So I think the 3DS will help that, um, but I'll be on it quite a bit too because it is a little more portable. Um, so, you know, I can check things on the go and, and because it'll be, you know, fully featured, I'm assuming, um, instead of the, the current of, you know, web address that you go to um, for Miiverse, um, where you can kind of pretty much only do like half the things you're able to do on the Wii U. Um, I think with it being fully featured, it'd be really nice to have, you know, uh, in a mobile format. So. Right. I also really hope that they make it like uh, fully integrated. So you could still have like, if you're playing a game, you can still hit home and then you can open up Miiverse and then you can go back to the game without having to shut it down like you did for like slot mode or whatever. Like yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope that that's like that too. I know with like the web browser, you can do that. It's like one of the the handful of multitasking type apps um, within it. I hope they I hope they create it like that um, on 3ds as well. It seems like they should because they they had that in mind, you know, when they created it for for Wii U. So um, they should be doing it that way. But again, yeah, only time will tell. It will, I think the Japanese or European site had a screenshot and it showed the Miiverse icon at the very top along with the other things that you can access while playing a game. So Good. Um, you should be able to. Yeah, I was worried Good. about that too, but uh, luckily uh, 
we'll be able to. I wonder how uh, screenshot sharing will go since you have two screens. Can you be able to share both of them? I guess it's the same for, for Wii U. <laughs> how well, yeah, I forget there's two screens there. Um, <laughs> so I guess you just pick which one you want to share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it should be the same stuff as Wii U, except you won't be able to message like your friends or accept friend requests through it. Um, but uh, so you cannot. Okay. See, I thought they were gonna put that in there since that's like how it was gonna replace Swap Note in a way, so you could be able to re- send your you know friends messages on there. Right. That's what I was thinking. But then I think word just came out a couple of days ago that now apparently you won't be able to message people through it, which is kind of weird. Really if the reason is the swap is the same thing as swap note well then what's different about wii u because you can message people through there too right i thought the big thing was photos you could attach photos and that's attaching inappropriate photos for swap note mm-hmm. right but meverse wouldn't allow you to send photos at least for now i know they've they've meant you know they've toyed around with the idea of attaching you know just photos from the the smartphone apps but I know that's just an internal thing right now, um, but Meverse right now it doesn't have that ability, so that seems really weird that they wouldn't allow that. Yeah, unless it's something that's just maybe initially, and then they'll kind of update the app, you know, with those other features later or something. Um, maybe. And they did say, I know um, Bill Trinan was talking about how this is just the start of what they're going to use the Nintendo Network ID for, and they're going to be doing, you know, a lot more with it. Which I know a while ago they talked about being able to go in the eShop on the web. So I'm sure they're going to, you know, start doing a lot more with it. This is probably just the first step to sort of integrate things together with Wii U and 3DS, and then they'll take it from here. Right. Why do you think, because um, I, I know, for instance, you know, in comparison to the other companies, um, you know, with Microsoft and Sony, they've had this in their mind for a while. They're going to fully integrate all their products together, you know, at least at some level, at least with the same account and things like that. Why? What do you think Nintendo always, you know, has up until this point drugged their feet, you know, and been reluctant to do this up until now? Hmm. It almost seems like they try to think they're catered to two different audiences. Like the people that get the 3DS probably don't always get a Wii U, and people that have the Wii U don't always go for the handheld. They, I, don't, I think they're starting to realize that a lot of their fans actually do get both. And I think they came to that realization like just recently, I guess, because it seems like everything's always been separate. There's always Mario games on both and Zelda games on both, but not everyone will even. Some, I guess they think that some people are less reluctant to get the on-the-go option because they just play the games at home, or maybe people are never at home or don't have access to their televisions and they want the 3DS. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess. It's almost like as forward-thinking as Nintendo can be sometimes, they really do. I feel like they really are more backwards than anything because I feel like they're always one step behind. You know, like they release the whole friend code thing, but it's like per game, and then they realize people don't want that, and then so then they change it on the next system to be one friend code per system. Or, you know, like every everything that they do, they always realize, oh, wait, actually we should have done it this way, and then the next system that comes out, they fix it. But they're just always that one step behind, kind of, um, yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. I know, like, you know, some people would even say, you know, companies like Apple are, are similar in that, where, you know, sometimes they're very innovative. Like, and I think in a way that Apple and Nintendo kind of have that in similarities. They, 
they're very innovative at times because, you know, they they pushed, you know, for instance, Nintendo, you know, moving to motion gaming first, pretty much, and pushing into a way, you know, and, but at other times, they, they do play the catch-up game. They're like, let's wait and see how the other companies figure it out and let them iron out the details, and then we'll come in later. Um, where I think uh, Apple often does that, and they say, you know, let's come in later after we've perfected it while we watch the other companies fail. Nintendo doesn't always do that. It seems like they come in and they're like, okay, we'll finally do it because people are used to it from the other companies. And sometimes it's really good, and sometimes it's just kind of like halfway done. And I think that almost kind of seems like what this account system is like. It's just like kind of halfway done. Like it's it's getting to the point of where we want it to be, but it's not all the way there just yet. Right. Yeah, that's kind of like how they did their. That's kind of how they treated the whole online thing. I mean, like the DS and stuff was kind of a lot more limited. There wasn't a whole lot of games that were really used online, but it was really Mario Kart where they realized, like, hey, wait a minute, this is kind of an exciting thing, and it sold really well because people really liked that ability to compete against everybody around the world. And and then it seems like a lot of the 3DS games have are getting actually like stuff like that, like the Kid Icarus Uprising. Was, and I surprised have like online play and stuff. So I mean, it's still a big step for them to still step up for like Mario Party. But now we see Wii Sports finally has the online play that everyone was asking for like seven years ago when it first launched. It was like, why didn't you have online play? Like, well, we didn't want to. <laughs> we yeah. didn't think our we didn't think our fans wanted it, and now it's like, well, wait a minute, a lot of people are asking for it. So now let's add the online back into Wii Sports, and people will actually want to play it. Yeah. And they I almost know I... that people will do it. Like, they almost know. Like, they'll release it, and then, like, you know what? People will buy it again because we've added this stuff. So they'll do stuff. They're, like, I can't tell you how many times they've released these old games on the virtual console, but it's like, oh, you bought it on Wii? You know what? Now it's on 3DS. Now have it on the handheld. Oh, you know what? It's on Wii, but you want it to play on the gamepad, so we'll release it again. You know, it's like they almost know people are going to buy it multiple times, which they right. sneaky. Isn't I wonder if they kind of... You know, this kind of seems statistic, but maybe they actually are thinking this. That, and this is a company I love, so bear with me. I'm actually going to possibly bring them down a little bit here. But I wonder if they have that in mind. You know, the hardcore fans that are going to buy Nintendo things are always going to buy them, and they're always going to buy them, especially if we improve upon them. So let's not make this game as best as we can, because we know next year we can improve a bit on it, and they'll buy it again. Right. And so let's not make this game system the best we can because we know mm, a little bit down the line we'll put those improvements in it and then they'll buy it again. We'll get more money out of them. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but, but, think, but with the whole uh, merging of accounts, I almost wonder if they're finally ready to do that with virtual consoles, and if you do buy it on Wii U, you can actually download it on their 3DS and not have to have two versions of it. So I'm hoping that this unified account will eventually take a step in that direction. But I know they said it's not supported yet, but I really hope that they're going to have that kind of support like down the line, like next year, two years, or whatever. Right. That'd be nice. I, I don't... I mean, it seems like every time they release another console, they 
feel like they need to rewrite the ROM again for it to work exactly. I mean, I'm not a computer scientist, um, and I don't even try to practice, you know, act like one, but it seems like in our day and age you should be able to write something that should apply to multiple systems. If If they're creating their operating systems on these devices with the same mindset, they should be able to create one single ROM that will work on both their handheld and their home console. Right. Yeah, for a company that's still... That should be a possibility. (laughs) Right. For a company that still has backwards compatibility, unlike its competitors and stuff, they are kind of backwards about the backwards compatibility. Yeah. So... I don't know. But I know I guess, uh, they're also a company that wants to make money, and so they keep putting out new things because they they want us to spend money on all the time. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we'll uh, we'll have to see if Nintendo will change their ways. Although I just I have a feeling they're not going to anytime soon. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Maybe the uh, the next podcast we do, we'll see. We'll find some more uh, <laughs> more crazy stuff to uh, talk about from them. We'll have to wait and see. Um, another thing that I feel like it's taken a while to show up on 3DS, and finally it is, is YouTube. Uh, there hasn't been a YouTube app on 3DS, and that's finally coming uh, this month, I believe. And the Wii U app will also be updated to watch videos on the gamepad or watch video and search for, for other videos at the same time, which you could already really do through the web browser. But I guess now with the actual YouTube app, they're going to update you to do that as well. Um, so I guess it's kind of neat to have this stuff. Yeah, YouTube, 3DS. But for me, it's like I have YouTube on so many other things. I don't really care too much, except if they let you watch 3D videos, that's going to be awesome. But they didn't say anything about it, so it makes me think that it won't, because otherwise huh. it's, that's the selling point, you know? Huh. Until you mentioned that, I wasn't excited about it. But that <laughs> don't get too excited. Might- they didn't even say anything about it, so don't get too right. excited. <laughs> if, if, right. if it's a possibility, then I would get excited about it. But, yeah, like, so I remember, um, I don't know, what was it, like five, no, it's more than that, maybe ten years ago when when the, the DS was pretty much, like, the, the handheld system for Nintendo. And um, I remember when they first came out with the web browser uh, cartridge for it. I was so excited because, you know, 10 years ago, smartphones weren't even, you know, a thing yet, or they were barely a thing. And so I was so excited that I'd be able to have the opportunity to to access the Internet mobily, like away from my computer. And so I, you know, found the store that had it finally and bought myself the, the web browser app and was really excited about the possibility to watch videos on my DS, and then I found out it didn't support Flash, and it didn't support any sort of sound either, and it was basically just a text browser, and it sucked. Um, <laughs> but at that point, I would have been extremely ecstatic about being able to view, uh, have a YouTube app to be able to view YouTube videos on my you know, handheld Nintendo system. But fast forward 10 years, and now I have an iPhone and an iPad and so many other ways to access YouTube on the go. It's kind of like, eh, to me now. Like, well, of course you would have a YouTube app. Why didn't you have one yet? 
is now my mindset. So, like, it's not as exciting to me now. Um, I think for younger, the younger audience that doesn't have a smartphone or doesn't have maybe their iPod or whatever else they can play it on, that's probably who they're appealing to um, with something like this. Um, other than the 3D thing, if that actually pans out. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Hudson. I, I've got so many other ways to play YouTube videos. This doesn't really excite me that much. I use my 3DS to play games. Yep, I completely agree with that. I mean, it's I wasn't I wasn't even a big uh, person who wanted to have YouTube on there in the first place. It was like a different form before I joined Nintendo Fuse, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, why can't we have YouTube?" And I was like, "Why? You can just watch it on the computer. Or you can watch it on like a phone. I mean, why does it have to be on a 3DS? I mean, there's other ways to do it. I mean, it almost seems like it's a feature more for the like the 11 or 12 year olds that." Some of them don't have iPhones yet. You know, I know there are some that do, but I'm thinking that, that some of the kids, the young, other kids that don't have those smart devices would love to have YouTube on there, and I'm sure that's a lot more aimed for them to be able to just watch videos on there if they don't feel like playing a game. But I think for us, us our older fans, we probably are like, we don't really need it, but we'll probably just take it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and it's almost like, because I feel like the 3DS, I mean, one of the biggest things, when it was first announced, I remember everybody was freaking out about the whole 3D thing. Like, that was cool. It's the first, you know, mass market device with glasses-free 3D. And if I, I feel, I felt like if they really played their cards with that, they could have a huge hit. I mean, that's, that's pretty big in my opinion. But mm-hmm. there are no 3D movies released. There's no, now they haven't mentioned anything about 3D videos on YouTube. And now they even released a 2DS, which you know, de-emphasizes the whole 3D thing. So it's almost like, dude, Nintendo, you have this big selling point. Why are you afraid of it? Like, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. And that really goes back to the image, and that's where they're like, wait a minute, we kind of isolated the kids under seven, and now we gave them a device, and maybe the 3D videos might have been more for them, even though there were probably a lot of other people that would have appreciated them, like now as well, too. And they do have that reputation of being catering to the kitty audience. And so, yeah. Right. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe Nintendo will surprise us or update something later and have 3D videos. Um, at that point, then I'll be excited. But uh, <laughs> I was even, like, I, I got this little thing for my iPhone. It's going to come in a couple months from Kickstarter that will let me film 3D videos from my iPhone. So I was like, I'm all excited about this. So I figured if they were able to do this, I could record, like, I don't know, 3D reviews is like, you know, if I unbox a new Wii Remote controller like I did with the Mario and Luigi ones or something, <laughs> put up a 3D review and people can watch it on their 3DS, but nope, not yet. <laughs> so we'll see. But uh, let's see. The next thing that they talked about, uh, there's the, the Animal Crossing uh, Plaza on Wii U. So they're updating that to have a couple other features, which you can put different stamps now uh, on your Miiverse post, 50 different Animal Crossing stamps. Uh, there's a ranking feature uh, to display the results of monthly polls. Um, and there's going to be the ability to register your town residence in the game and include that in the uh, the app as well. Um, I wanted to mention this because I thought it was interesting the way they were doing it because it was almost like a community for Animal Crossing New Leaf, but on Wii U. And now that they're doing Miiverse, it's almost like redundant in a way. Um, so 
I don't know. I, I was a little, like, at first when they released it, I was like, okay, that's cool, you know, and I like, you know, the app's kind of neat. I used it once or twice, and I haven't really checked it much since then because there isn't really much to do, but um, it's almost like a, a glorified Miiverse community, but on Wii U. Yeah. I I still don't get the point of it. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't really, you can't really do much. I mean, you just walk around with all the other animals that could exist in your Animal Crossing village. And, um, you, yeah, it's just the only things they say are what other people have said on their, yeah, on the community. And it's, yeah, you're not even, like, talking to the animals themselves. You're just hearing or seeing what others say through their favorite animal or through their favorite resident. Like, hey. Yeah, I got on there like one time and I was like, uh, this is kind of dumb. But <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I can use stamps now. That yeah, doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> I guess the ability to register your own residence, like maybe that could make it a little more appealing because like it's the same, the same exact residence you have on your, actually in the game or in the community or what. I, but if you're still doing, all you're doing is walking around seeing what people are posting within Miiverse or whatever through it, it doesn't really seem that great. And it seems pretty redundant because it seems like these people would want to keep it all on the 3DS and not have to go over to their Wii U and talk about Animal Crossing. Right. Which, like Greg said earlier, I think they're just now realizing that people own both. So. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, maybe it's just their way of like, cross-advertising, kind of, but I feel like there's other games that could use that promotion more than Animal Crossing. I'm pretty sure that game was, was selling well on its own. Yeah. You know, like, what about the wonderful 101? Like, advertise that somehow on 3DS, like, through Nintendo Video or something, which, speaking of which, aren't they starting to do those videos, like, those special things that they said they were going to... I forget which... There's, there's going to be oh, a yeah. Legend of Zelda thing. I totally Zelda forgot. And... I haven't even been checking. Yeah, I uh, I checked too late, and I got part two of Zelda, The Misadventures of Zelda. So I was like, oh, I don't want to watch part two without watching part one. And they're all, like, after part one's over, they put part two on there, and they're done. That's, I think, the biggest part of the, the Nintendo video app is a horrible setup as well, because you only have four videos at a time, and that's it. Sorry, you missed out on part one. I'm like, oh, great. I, there's no, like back catalog that I can go and watch things on demand like everything else? No. I have to wait until they start playing the reruns again or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I've long deleted that Nintendo video. <laughs> I just I wasn't really watching the videos and a lot of them didn't really seem to make much sense. I didn't think some of the ones that were supposed to be comedy were very funny. So, I mean, I know I did watch like, that small Kirby series that they did and I think I watched the one for Kid Icarus, but I think that was about it for that Nintendo video app and you didn't I, watch Bearshark? Ah, Bearshark. No. <laughs> uh, I watched like two or three of them. Dinosaur Office. Oh, Dinosaur Office. That's what it was. Not Bearshark. Dinosaur <laughs> Office. Yeah. <Rawr>. <laughs> <laughs> I watched like one or two of those. I didn't really like it too much. It's kind of weird. But, I mean, yeah, if they would just release these 3D videos like on the eShop, like, I would buy some of these Nintendo, like the ones about Kid Icarus and the new Zelda ones. Like, Nintendo, I would give you my money please let me give it to you. But no, you want us to keep checking the stupid app. And I, I always forget. Like I never, I haven't looked at that thing in so long. Yeah. That was the first time that I had looked at it in uh, months. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All right, folks, I promise we do love Nintendo. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> why do they do this wrong? <laughs> we do love them. There's plenty of great and the last, stuff, and we're going to be talking five about it. So. become jaded. <laughs> All right, we'll just open up. <laughs> When we don't talk about Nintendo like consistently, we just like start <laughs> hating them. <laughs> All right. I'm, well, there's. there's I'm just gonna go to the Nintendo games. support site and open up a new ticket for suggestions for improvements and put a link to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Listen to your fans. Well, see that. So that is one thing that I that I do think is positive. Here we go. Um, that I I feel like they've finally been listening to fans more recently. Maybe not as much as we'd like them to, but they have been listening to. I mean, recently, like, I mean, like the the whole project. Um, what was it called? Uh, rain, uh, rainfall or whatever. Um, um, yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That brought like the Xenoblade and those games and everything. That that seemed to finally work after a lot of of work. Um, you know, bringing online to Wii Sports. Um, bringing you know. Yeah, all these other things are like finally it seems like they're kind of listening to their fans. You know, granted they could listen more, but it does seem like they're listening. So I think maybe with Meverse, for instance, uh, hopefully they have you know an entire team of of customer support or whatever people that are like actually like that's their job. <laughs> Go to Meverse, read what the fans are saying, and report back to us what do they want to happen. Um, because I think with having Meverse, it, it is a perfect opportunity. These are people that, that are not just video gamers. These are people that own a system. They have a Wii U. They'll eventually have the 3DS when they work that in. These are people that already own the system. These are Nintendo fans. What do they want? They're posting it constantly on Meverse. I hope they're, they continue to read it, and I hope they continue to make improvements based on what the fans want. Definitely. And I think, um, you know, at least with Wii U Miiverse, I know they've updated features and things that people have wanted, and they've said that based on Miiverse feedback, they've, um, you know, agreed to certain things. Like the whole, I remember the whole Rayman Legends thing, and then people complain on Miiverse, so they decided to release that special app, you know, right. with the, uh, the levels and stuff. So, um, now granted, that was, you know, Ubisoft and everything, but at least still, you know, it's an example of how Miiverse can, can, uh, can help because at least our voices are finally being able to be heard um, quite clearly to, to developers and stuff. So, um, and at this point, I want to take an opportunity to say anyone listening out there, contact EA as soon as you can and tell them you want FIFA on Wii U because I really want to play. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Me versus definitely our outlet to, uh, to express our opinions. So uh, that's definitely something to, to keep in mind for the future. Um, all right, on to some games. Uh, first up, a couple of release dates for things. Um, Kirby Triple Deluxe is what that, that game is going to be called, the 3DS Kirby game that's coming out. It's coming out in Japan in January. No other word for, for us yet here in North America, but uh, we'll see if we get some more details soon. Um, Bravely Default is coming on February 7th, and there's also going to be Collector's Edition the same day. And the last of the, uh, the second trilogy of Professor Layton games, Professor Layden and the Azran Legacy is coming on February 28th. So we got a couple of different release dates for things as well. Um, any of those interest you guys? Um, I was kind of interested in the Bravely Default. I was, I'm pretty much into those RPG games, and since I'm kind of 
running short on my 3DS backlog, I can definitely see myself probably trying to pick up that one. I don't know if I'll get the collector's edition or not. It would just depend on the difference in price and whatever and availability of it. But I'm I'm thinking I'm probably end up getting that one. I'm thinking, but I haven't always been never been a huge Kirby fan, so I wasn't going to be getting that. And I've also actually never even played the Professor Layton games either, so I probably won't be getting that one either. Uh, you're missing out. Is Bravely Default that game about the uh, the U.S. Congress, or um, I think it's something else? Like, hmm. um, I don't know a whole uh, a lot about it, but it's like a flying was, ferry or something kind of thing, or something like that. And there's like a they showed like a video of like the combat or whatever, like on the in the um, Nintendo Direct. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. I was going to be looking into a lot more, but it looked really fun from the video, and that's why I was thinking I might end up getting it. But I haven't made a reservation or anything yeah. for it yet, but that that'd be the one of the three that I'd, be, I'd, I'd consider. Yeah. Just ignore me. I'm trying to make jokes. <laughs> I'm trying to get about the, the whole uh, yeah. all thing in the Congress. I was like, eh, that failed. Oh, well. <laughs> Everything about this podcast is just negativity. It, like, it took a bit. All right. I, I, I eventually got it. <laughs> Wait. That was one of those um, jokes that had to sink in a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Oh, later, I think. <laughs> I was like, I mean, as Greg starts talking, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, All right. I, yeah. I, Greg, you're missing out on Leighton. Um, I'd say you should definitely try to pick up one of the games. Um, so... I've only played through one Professor Layton game. Absolutely loved it. Um, and loved the storyline, and I loved the puzzles, which was, I think, great. I think what Professor Layton does a, an excellent job of is is combining the really difficult puzzles. These these are, I mean, they start you off pretty easy, but then they get they ramp up the difficulty, and some of the later ones are pretty challenging. Um, but the story is so engaging. I, I really started caring for these these characters and what was going on in the story and everything. And, and, uh, and so I am interested in it. Um, the only thing that for me, for that, the one game that I played all the way through, uh, is that it took a long time, at least for me. Um, because not necessarily the game is pretty lengthy, but at the same time you take time to figure out these puzzles as well. So, I mean, if puzzle is really challenging to you, it could take, you know, a, a pretty, you know, a decent amount of time for you to finish it. So I don't know if I personally have the time to dedicate um, to an entire latent game at the present time, um, but I am excited about the game. Um, for Bravely Default, I I'm really like my my liking for for RPGs has kind of waned in the last few years. Um, not really my thing. Uh, I'm sure it'd be great, um, but not for me. And like Greg, I've never been a huge Kirby fan. I've played some Kirby games. Um, a lot of times I go back to them later down the road, um, especially like the virtual console games. Um, and I've tried a couple, and I, I own a couple of those, and I've played them. They're fun, um, but they're not really my thing. I would rather, you know, a platformer, I'd really, I'd rather jump over to Mario instead of instead of Kirby. Um, so I probably, you know, won't be picking that one up either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, yeah. The yeah, funny thing is, I do usually pick Kirby and like Smash Brothers, but I don't really go back and like play his game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, out of these games, uh, none of them are really anything that I'm like, oh my god, I have to have. 
Um, like with with Leighton, um, I've always kind of wanted to get into those games, and I always thought about because I've I've liked the Phoenix Wright stuff. I've only played like uh, some of the first one. I really, I like that. Um, so I was waiting for kind of the whole the Phoenix Wright Leighton crossover thing, and to see if I could jump into that so I could get a feel for you know Leighton with that as well. Um, but uh, Kirby's another one that's like yeah it's fun, but it's just it's it's just there. There's nothing like super special about it to me personally. Uh, the only Kirby yeah. game that I've like been like wow over is Kirby's Epic Yarn, but that was just because it just looked amazing um, and it was just so unique in its art style. So that was kind of cool. Um, but uh, I guess we really don't even know that much about this game either. Um, it just yeah. kind of had like one trailer and it's like, hey, it's coming out in January in Japan. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe if they told us a little more, I'd be more excited about it, but I don't really know what to be excited about. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just Kirby on 3DS. Okay. <laughs> Nintendo Direct. I, mean, I almost think it's going to be, like, one of those, like, Fire Emblem things where they'll, like, release it in Japan, and then maybe we'll get more information at E3 or something like that, where it's, like, they've already had it for, like, half the year, and they're like, oh, well, by the way, now we're going to localize it. Probably. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I mean, my friend is pretty big into Professor Layton, so I might actually think about borrowing one of the older games to see if I actually have that interest in it, but I know he's definitely going to be getting the Professor Layton. He, that was the main thing he was talking about from the Nintendo Direct in terms of the game shown. Yeah. They're, they're good. They're they're really good. I, I don't own any of the 3DS ones, but it was a 2DS one that I've... Not 2DS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, stupid names. Oh. <laughs> yes, that I that I owned. My gosh. Think of it. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> we were just bashing on. Them. Yeah, we see. We didn't even have a podcast for that whole thing, did we? Because that would have been <laughs> that would have been hating on Nintendo the whole time. I'm sure. And now, oh, and that reminds and me. The 2DS and the Wii Mini. Back yeah, back. I was just about to say <laughs> Wii Mini. Oh, jeez. Well, if you think they uh, got it bad, just think how um Xbox dropped to 359 degrees. <laughs> Went from 360 down to one. <laughs> like, oh, that's the pre. That's the it's a prequel. There it is. Um, so, so I realized, speaking of Wii Mini, this is a completely different topic, obviously, but, uh, didn't they release this Skylanders bundle with the old Wii style? Like, what's that all about? It's like, if you want a Wii, go after the Skylanders bundle so you can get the actual Wii that goes online. Don't get that stupid Wii Mini thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. yeah I, I think we Wii, had a podcast. We had a podcast a while ago, I think, when Wii Mini was announced, but we were like, oh, okay, if it's only for that one, you know, region, only for Canada, Canada. who cares? Right. It was like, yeah, it's only for them, who cares? But now it's like, oh, we're releasing it everywhere. Ah, Nintendo. What yeah, and that's going to be the Nintendo 1DS. We're going to remove the online. Or- <laughs> <laughs> They're listening to us. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. We'll have the point, they won't connect to it. <laughs> So, At this yeah. point, I'm I'm expecting a a Wii 3DS somehow. <laughs> just just you know, just going all out. <laughs> I don't even know at this point. <laughs> I don't, well, and I'm glad that that Microsoft seems to be be bitten by this poor naming convention bug as well. And it's not just Nintendo because that was that was at least somewhat comforting. Um, it seems like PlayStation is the only one that actually gets it anymore. But they, they just kept it, it simple with numbers, like right. They only get it for the home consoles, though. the The portable is still confusing. 
Um, <laughs> but they're home consoles. They understand. Just one, two, three, four. Makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, Nintendo, we love you. We promise. Because you just have to stop doing these weird things. <laughs> all right. Speaking of things we love, Pikmin 3. I think we all love Pikmin 3, right? We, I do. I wish I only had more time to play it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so Pikmin 3, uh, Nintendo's been releasing some DLC for the game. So more mission mode stages and things are being released. And they announced even more. December 2nd, a third round of new mission mode stages is on the way. Uh, there's going to be eight new stages that will be available, four collect treasure stages and four battle enemy stages. Um, and there's going to be lots of different locations, uh, like some on a beach, the inside of someone's house during a party, a construction site, a mysterious factory. Sounds like some interesting locations. Um, in one stage, you can even control Captain Olimar from Pikmin 1 and 2, and Louis is also in it as well. Um, and they, these downloadable stages will be available for $4.99. Uh, you have to update the software to play the new stages, and if you update, you get one collect treasure stage and one battle enemy stage for free. So that's pretty cool. Um, personally, I have not really explored any of the DLC, and I probably won't explore these ones either because I just haven't even finished the main game yet. So I'm like, yeah. I should finish that first. Yeah, I haven't even played the included mission mode. <laughs> stuff that's on there, let alone these extra ones. Uh, I think it's great, though. I think it's it's a, it's a cool model that they're not only putting out this, um, the paid DLC, but they're also including free ones with it. I think that's great, and I think they finally, I think the first couple of rounds were kind of like, eh, people were okay about it, because they're kind of like rehashes of levels that already existed, but this time around, um, putting out levels that are brand new. And even you know bringing Almar into one of them, um, I think is great. I think that that shows. I think people would be more apt to buy those than they would the previous ones. I think because they're new, and um, that's exciting. And I and I think it's great that they keep giving us free levels every once in a while too. Yeah, I don't really have Pikmin three, but I think it's still pretty cool. That they're still doing the DLC for. I mean, it was like how they. It was like New Super Mario Brothers 2. They kind of gave you like one like free one or whatever, and then you get to enjoy some of the other ones that you can buy us some other ones if you wanted. Right. Yeah, I think I know the one. Oh, go ahead. I would say I think it's great that they're they're not letting those those games die. You know, they're they're giving them some more legs. That's good. Right. Yeah, I think uh, Nintendo. The one DLC that I would definitely buy right away. If you would add online play to the game, like, please. <laughs> That's uh, Pikmin 3, like, one of my favorite things about it is the multiplayer. Like, I, uh, I played it with some of my, my cousins and stuff over the summer, and it was it was so much fun. Um, but uh, now I have, like, nobody to play it with. And so uh, single player is great, you know, but the multiplayer is, is just it's very addicting. Um, they would release, like, new modes like that. That'd be kind of cool, too. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yep. All right, well, on to um, the trifecta of games being released on November 22nd. Nintendo is just just going all out. I don't even know. They're they're on, like, crazy mode right now. They don't release anything for a while. And they're like, you know what? Let's give these three games on the same day. And it's this Friday release, not even a Sunday release, coming out the day the Xbox One releases. They're just like, you know what? We got three games for you, Zelda and two Mario games, just all at once. They're going crazy. So... 
first of these uh, these games here is The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, coming to 3DS. Uh, and there's also going to be a, a gold 3DS XL bundle. It's, it's got a gold 3DS XL with a little Triforce thing on it um, with a uh, digital copy of the game bundled in for $219.99. Um, so what do you guys think about this game? Are you ready for it? Uh, yeah, so ready. I've been playing it for about a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to get this game. You have no idea. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Well, I've already written my review. I'm I'm excited for it to come out because I'm excited for. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> um, I'm excited for other people to enjoy it as well. Um, but yeah, it's. I'll let Greg talk because he actually doesn't have it in his possession. <laughs> I wish I did. I'm very envious of you. I was, that was like the one game I really wanted, like dividing out the games, but I didn't get that one. But I definitely am really excited. I've been I've been trying to finish up the Oracle games in preparation for. It. I'm almost done with the other one that's been out since May, and I finally got around to start finishing those up. But I it seems like it's really nice for them to have a fresh approach. I'm really excited to see this out of order dungeon thing, and I want to see how that works. It's my the, like Steve's review and some of the, like the other review I read, it seems like that was really highly praised for it. So I really hope that they keep this in mind for the one for the Zelda for a Wii U. So that does sound like a very promising system the way they handled it. So I just can't wait to be playing it. I'll probably be getting the download version. I originally had uh, reserved like a hard copy version, but I think I'm actually going to go ahead with the download one just to get a, one a little bit faster and two because it. Based on all the praise it's getting, it doesn't seem like it's going to be one that I dislike. Yeah. And right. it also makes me kind of pathetic that I was researching to try to get that gold uh, 3DS with it, but it's mm. not going to be worth it. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> I, if I didn't already just get my black one, I would have been, like, maybe thinking about getting that gold one, yeah. But I did call, I already did, like, call GameStop and said they'd only give me, like, 90 bucks for my Excel. So I was like, no, that's, I need a little bit more than that to make it, <laughs> to, to say it, to make it worth it a little bit more. But. Right. Yeah. It's, I'm uh, jealous of those getting into the gold one. Yeah, it looks really nice. A lot of the special edition, like, 3DSs and 3DS Excels they've been releasing look really cool, like Pokemon ones, the Zelda one. Um, looks pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I like the uh, the commercial that they, or not really a commercial, but I guess the little fun thing they did with a, um, I think it was A.G. Alnuma, like kind of um, <laughs> doing the, yeah, like you know going through the walls and running from the, the people from Nintendo chasing him <laughs> and everything. Like it's the type of thing only Nintendo would do this, but it's uh, I know it's, it's so funny. <laughs> I know it's so, it's so cheesy, but yeah, like Nintendo would only Nintendo would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On YouTube, I feel like I didn't see this. <laughs> you haven't seen it. <laughs> they played everywhere too. Like they, I think they were very proud of that video. <laughs> yeah, you should look it up. It's it's pretty charming, I guess. Yeah. I've been trying to be on like the spoiler-free mode. I really don't oh, it has to read a lot of the stories or anything like that. So I've been pretty selective. Yeah. I only read portions of Steve's review. I didn't want like everything spoiled. I was just kind of going for. Like the score and some of like some of the other yeah. things on there, just to see. I I actually think I mean you, you can say do it for yourself, but I I feel I felt very uh, good about my review in terms of um, the lack of spoilers in it. I, I tried to keep it as spoiler free as possible because 
Zelda games are just, they, they sometimes are ruined because they tell you too much. So I, I tried to keep it as spoiler-free as possible. In fact, I don't know if I would call anything in it a spoiler. So I think you're probably free to read it um, all the way through, but that's still your call. But, um, but yeah, I totally understand. I, but the video itself is definitely spoiler-free. Um, it's just him running around New York City and jumping on the walls and <laughs> It's dumb, <laughs> but it's, it's funny. But it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The game itself. I know. I think I said in the previous podcast that I'm not really too big on like the 2D Zelda games and stuff. So I probably won't be getting this. Um, and regardless, there's just so much else that I have to play and other games coming out the same day that you know I'll be getting anyway. So um, there's just a lot releasing um, that I kind of have to really stick and choose. Yeah, me. I think. Uh, makes me, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was thinking it almost makes me happy that, like, other games and stuff got delayed, like Watch Dogs I was going to get, you know, around yeah. the time, too, but that got delayed. I didn't get Assassin's Creed 4, and I was playing to for a while to get that. I didn't get that yeah, yet, either. Ah, so. uh, shit. So my volume was off on here. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Where the hell is this uh, thing? <laughs> i trying to like, turn off the volume, but I can't find my control on my computer. <laughs> I always have, like, it off, and then it was... <laughs> no worries. A.G. Onuma made a little cameo on the, uh, on the podcast. Welcome, A.G. <laughs> Onuma. We apologize for all the things we said about Nintendo. We do love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. I'm glad they did delay some of those games. Because, I mean, yeah, I, there's still so much to explore in Zelda. And, and I really, I, I mean, I, I, you know, spoiled the review. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I really, there was, like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I struggled to find a bad thing about the game, really. Um, I mean, obviously, I can pick, you know, tiny little things, but in general, it's a great game. And I think, I, my person, the, the things that I like about it the best is that it's not touch control. Um, I did not like the previous DS uh, Zelda games because they were touch control. It was just like, it's not how I want to play Zelda. It's not how I want to go into this adventure. Um, so because it actually uses the actual button, is great. Um, it's quick, and I think I pointed this out in the in the review as well. Quick in two different ways. Quick as in you just jump right in and you go. There is very little, if any, hand holding in this game. Um, you're you just you're going for it um, as soon as you get in. You you're pretty much like you go from waking up in your house to fighting with the sword within like five minutes and you're done. You're like on your first mission. Um, and then uh, it's quick as in movement too. I mean, this, this is probably one of the fastest Zelda games I've ever played because you're just bouncing from one thing to the next, uh, especially when you're, you can become a part of the wall and the wall painting thing, you're bouncing in and out of, um, and, and out of that. Your Link himself moves really quick. Um, it's an it's an action packed game. It's more of an action packed game than than other Zelda games that I've played. So I think it, overall it's it's really great. This video was just sure. really random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure uh, um, there's plenty of people out there excited to play the game on November 22nd. So get ready for that. This Friday coming out. Also but this Friday. Something um, else. On uh, what? I said, but there's something else. 
Oh, yeah. Also, this Friday, there's two something else's, I guess. Mm. Um, and uh, also on 3DS, we got uh, Mario Party Island Tour. So this is the, uh, the handheld Mario Party game. Seven game boards, 80 minigames. Uh, there's a little Bowser's Tower thing with 30 floors of minigames. And there's like a boss battle every five floors. There's Street Pass minigames. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. My favorite feature, which they had in Mario Party DS, which is um, something that I use often uh, with my sisters and everything, uh, they brought it into this one, is download play. So you only need one copy of the game, and then everyone else with the 3DS can play with you also. So that is pretty cool. Um, so I can play with my sisters. And I just realized, because the game comes out Friday, um, and uh, my cousins are coming. They're surprising my, my grandparents for their 50th anniversary. So... Um, I know they don't listen to the podcast. It's okay for me to say that. <laughs> and at one time, my grandmother somehow <laughs> uses her new iPad to like find the thing. Um, but uh, so they'll be here for a week on um, starting Thursday. So actually, yeah, I'll be able to play Mario Party maybe with them as my cousin. So that'll be another thing to to talk about in the next episode, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, this is one of those games, Mario Party. Like it's only fun multiplayer. You know, it really only is, and so. Uh, that's the only reason that I'm getting it because of download play to to play with my sisters or anything. Um, and it looks like from the little bit that I've seen, I haven't really listened too much, but it looks like it's kind of traditional Mario Party almost, and not like your not like the Mario Party what was it nine ten whatever the last one was on on a on Wii nine nine yeah it was on Wii nine okay mm-hmm. um, yeah Where they so, changed it up yeah yeah because that that. I played it. I literally played it like once or twice, and then I just didn't really play it after that. That was, um, cool. that was like the game that like me and my sister like we were all excited about. It. Like yes, another Mario Party. We were so ready. We played it once or twice. We're like this just isn't Mario Party. Like it's just not. It's yeah. just weird. I don't know. Um, so I'm excited about this one. I don't know. Are you guys uh, interested in this one at all? Well, as I was telling you before the podcast started, I probably wasn't going to be getting this one. I, as you were saying, it's more of like a party game, and I don't really have a lot of people I know with the 3DS, so I wouldn't really get a chance to really play it. It would be more solo playing, so I kind of discovered that when I had the DS version, and so I'm not going to be probably investing in the 3DS version just because I didn't really play the DS version with anyone else. It was just mainly just me playing myself, so... Thing is, as a party game, I'll probably just wait until it's on Wii U. Yeah, it's funny actually because I remember just a you know a few years back when we were actually in the forums, you know, we heard people were talking like, "Oh man, it'd be great to have a Mario Party game on DS," and we were like, "Well, that's stupid. Who would want a Mario Party game on DS?" Blah blah. blah. And then they finally actually actually released one. Um, but I remember <laughs> us thinking, you know, like. It'd be great if it was online, but if not, I mean, you have to have people around. They have to have a DS or now a 3DS, and they, you know, at least they they did make the smart move of doing download play. I think that was that was a brilliant move. Um, but I mean, I think Nintendo needs to realize that the United States, and in fact the rest of the world, is not Japan, and we don't live in some really huge metropolitan area, all of us, and we don't go to the city center with our handheld gaming devices and just play all day. And while that sounds awesome to me, um, that's just not the culture we have here in America. <laughs> and so for you know, our kids or, or 
you know, I think you're a rare occurrence, um, <laughs> to actually have some siblings that, you know, are older that that have their own um, device and they want to play and everything. That's great for that few, but for the rest of us, yeah, we would just be buying this game and we'd be playing at home by ourselves unless they included online play, then I'd be, yeah, that'd be excited for me. And I'd say, hey, let's do a Nintendo Fuse, you know, Mario Party, you know, 3DS night, and it'd be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with Greg. I mean, it, I'd just be buying it and then I'd maybe play it on rare occasion with one other person that might have a 3DS with them on, you know, sometime, but you know, maybe at, at PAX East or something where other people come with their 3DSs, but usually I'm not in too many places where there's, you know, three or four other people that also have their 3DS, and we want to have a fun time just by sitting down and staring at our own separate screens playing a game together. That just doesn't happen very often. I know, even getting, like, even getting like street passes can be difficult for some in the first place, so, I mean, then you're also trying to find time to be able to play some with some other people as well too so that you really have to have like a group of friends where it'd be easy to get together like every week or something or just to be able to play it a lot so yeah right yeah i think um like when i was little you know i'd have multiplayer stuff all the time but then it wasn't until i was i have roommates like in, in college and stuff for a couple of years that I really did a lot of multiplayer games and that was like i had new super mario Bros. Wii, all that stuff and that was so much fun oh, yeah. But now that I'm back at home and everything, yeah, right. But then, like, now that I'm back at home, you know, I don't have um, that as often, really, um, that kind of multiplayer experience. And, and, you know, like you said, with Street Pass, too, like, it's not that easy. Even though they did all these updates to Nintendo Zooms and stuff, I'm never really going to those places, like Best Buys and all those things that often. And I don't usually have my 3DS with me when I do. So Mm -hmm. I haven't really been able to to use that stuff as much. well, yeah, I the only reason... it doesn't matter either because I, I pass people that have no puzzle pieces that I need. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the other thing, too. It's, it's like whenever I do get a street pass, I'm so excited. And then I check, I'm like, these people have nothing. Like, I know. No. They're no good to me. <laughs> right. I told my teachers, I, mean... I was like, because um, I would street pass them sometimes. I was like, just give me your 3DS. I'll, do, <laughs> I'll get puzzle pieces for you so I can help myself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm pretty fortunate. I mean, I've been commuting to the city, so I've been trying. I've usually been getting maybe around like uh, eight to ten a week. So I've been slowly getting them. But the number of people that don't even have those Plaza games, the extension games, are kind of astounding. Like I'm having a hard time getting those extra Plaza tickets for those extra hats because not a lot of people <laughs> really have those Plaza games. That'd be me. I have a part system. <laughs> But now that you mentioned the Nintendo's own thing, I did go to like a Starbucks, I think, that had it, but I didn't pull out my 3DS, so I didn't know if it connected to it automatically because it said I got it a special me. It said I got a special me, so I was like, what the heck? It was like, oh, this me is only available at the Nintendo Zone for a limited time, and I was like, I didn't know I can get a special me from the Nintendo Zone. Yeah, so it's it's like... And those um, are awesome because you get the credit for the accomplishment and you get to pick any puzzle piece you don't have. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, so like when if you're within a range of one of those, they automatically connect. It's kind of like a, I think like uh, Amazon the Kindles have some sort of deal with with AT and T as well or something like that. There are Wi-Fi spots they automatically connect. It's the same thing. 
um, with the 3DS is if you're within range that you don't have to go in and actually put your the Wi-Fi information in, it automatically connects to it. Yeah, because so. yeah, I've, like, I've seen it like Flash before, but I've never, like, I thought you actually had to open it up, but that's pretty cool uh-huh. to connect automatically because then that's easier to, easier to get street passes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm glad that they updated the street the Nintendo Zone thing, too, because at first they updated it, which I was happy about, but they're like, hey, you'll get the last person that you pass by. Like, well, that's just one street pass. That doesn't help. But now they updated it to the last few people. I can't remember how many exactly, but... Like five, um, maybe? Three? Uh, yeah, six, I thought. Like I thought it was six. Is it six? Wow. Oh, uh, maybe yeah. six. You if there's enough people up. that even street pass, like, <laughs> enough six people that do pass by, but... Yeah, um, when it was one, I, I was pretty sure it was me. I was street passing myself all the time. <laughs> right. Um, I remember you when the 3DS first came out. When it first came out, I would go to all the 3DS systems and stores, and I'd put the little messages, NintendoFuse.com, and set street pass yeah. on. So the first few people who would walk by would uh, would get that in there, but I'm sure they've changed it now. So whatever else. So I wonder if you can do that with the the home trick, like when you, if you name your your home Wi-Fi name to ATT, that if mm-hmm. if people like swing by your house, if it will retain them as well. It should, because it basically is the exact same thing as the Nintendo Zone in other places. So it should technically create um, like a thing there where multiple people can gather up street passes where you live. Um, yeah. What is, is that like, just like stash it in and in, in like the router's cache or something? I don't know how all that works. I have no idea. <laughs> right. Yeah, I <laughs> Getting technical here. I was just like, all of a sudden I'm like, so this is this is the thing. See, so Nintendo and innovate in ways like this, which is really cool. But then other times it's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd have to, to test that out further and see. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that is uh, the well, where we started for Mario Party, so that is the Nintendo Zones, and they all went through a bunch of different <laughs> topics there. Um, Wait, is there another but, game uh, coming out on the twenty second? <laughs> so uh, also on November. What 22nd, a good segue! So, um, <laughs> we have uh, Zelda, Mario Party, and the game that personally I'm most looking forward to that Greg has been able to play, so lucky you, Greg. But, uh, True, he's, Super he's Mario jealous. 3D I World. Jealous of his Mario. <laughs> yeah, Super Mario 3D World, November 22nd. Um, Meow. And uh, little... <laughs> 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 we all just have to randomly start meowing now just to like come up with pain. Um, the, uh, um, there will be some, some slight spoilers just you know, alert for people listening in. Only the stuff that Nintendo themselves has spoiled, I guess. But uh, we will be talking about that stuff. So if you don't want to know, then just skip this next segment. Um, Red closures. <laughs> um, so basically... Oh, wait. Um, yeah, I know, right, Greg? He probably was, like, <laughs> laughing this whole time, knowing all this stuff. He's like, I don't know, he knew all that. <laughs> Um, but uh, for those that own New Super Luigi U, you have to save data on your system. You'll unlock a special Luigi Bros game. So instead of Mario Bros, there's a Luigi Bros game. Um, there's also going to be the special Captain Toad levels where you try and collect five stars without jumping. Um, and the uh, the big little reveal, the fifth unlockable character 
is Rosalina from Super Mario Galaxy. Um, and uh, this is one that, like, this is one that I actually kind of predicted because somebody, like, they're showing, like, the box art for the game, and then somebody, like, mentioned in the comments that, hey, there's, like, the observatory from Super Mario Galaxy in the background. And as soon as they said that, I was like, okay, that's just, that's too much of a coincidence to have the observatory there. Um, I figured they would have some sort of an unlockable character, so I was like, all right, they've got to have, like, Rosalina or something. So I was pretty happy to see uh, that she was uh, playable in this game. Um, and a side note, they did announce a Super Mario Galaxy stage for Super Smash Bros. Wii U, which looks great, so I'm excited about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, Greg, tell us how uh, Super Mario 3D World is. Well, I've been having a lot of fun. I actually had my buddy over yesterday, and we got a chance to finally do the, some of the co-op stuff because it's kind of like I said, it's one it's one of those uh, games where you, it seems like it's more fun with other people, and they do have some of the interesting concepts from uh, Mario Galaxy 2, which I've also kind of slowly been replaying with that same friend. We just kind of alternate it, so they do have a couple of those levels themed in like into the new 3d uh world levels and obviously they do have that mario kart level that i had played before they announced the nintendo direct which is my all-time favorite game in a mario uh adventure the way they did that is just really really cool um, is it is it cool because it honestly when i looked at it i was like eh that doesn't really seem as cool as the the concept but is is that level fun I had a lot of fun. Pretty much, like every like ten steps, there's like a zip strip, and it makes your it, like launches your character into like a full on like sprint. Oh. And so then and so then you're like jump. You have to like jump over enemies. You have to like run around them. And then there's like a slide portion where you're like sliding down, and then you can like jump. I mean, you can still like slow down and kind of stop and kind of like walk through it slowly, but then it's not as fun and. I don't know if they really had a really chance to show it, but they also have a remixed uh, Mario Circuit song that plays from the Super Nintendo that they updated for the game that's in the back of the level of music. So that's also really cool. Okay, nice. Um, there's not really like a finish line. You don't really do any laps, but it's like a single segment course, and you're still like kept and you kind of like launch on down to like the flagpole at the end. But um, some of the green stars are harder to get because you need to like like bounce, like get to a certain height, and so it's a lot harder to reach those. But it's pretty cool when you're just like racing, and it almost feels like you're like in a cart because you keep like the game just keeps trying to make your characters run faster. So then it, you're, you're trying to like rush through the level like it's a you only have like a hundred seconds or something like that. But you have, you have the same normal time limit as any other level. But it just when you're playing it, it just feels like you get that rush feeling just, like, hitting those strips, like, every, like, 10 steps. Nice. And uh, have you gotten, like, did you uh, get to unlocking Rosalina at all? Like, did you know about her before they announced Rosalina? Actually, I did not. I have not beat the story mode. I think I'm getting really close. I'm in World 6, but, like, the review embargo says I can't talk anything about, like, the levels like worlds three four five six and above so um i can't and the mario kart level is in like the world three but they've also announced it and kind of shown it off already so yeah, i they kind of let the guy out of the bag on that one right. so they obviously <laughs> revealed no that intended. one but 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I mean, they do actually have a Super Luigi U level, but that's in like World Five. But I can't really say too much about that. It's pretty much you skip a hundred seconds to complete the course, and it's obviously a little more challenging. But it's the level they made it really nice and short, and you can pretty much see the flagpole when the level starts. So it's not very. Uh, you don't really even need all hundred seconds at all, unless you're really trying to find all the green stars and the hidden stamps and stuff. Gotcha. And since they have a Miiverse lock, I can't post any, use any of the stamps that I've unlocked. But those are pretty cool. It puts like a little template right into your post, so then you can make like action bubbles or whatever for like Mario or Toad or whatever. And then you can have them like post stuff like on into the community, I'm sure. I don't know if they'll have like a special one for the people using the stamps and people talking about the game. I don't know if they'll segmented out like they did with new super uh mario brothers u so but mm-hmm. the stamps is kind of cool there's like one hidden stamp in each level and then you can find and then you can find some other ones in some of the other random levels that they have but nice. and i did really like the captain toad levels i did get to put there is pretty much like one of those per world and there's actually a captain toad level i did the other day on saturday that has like 10 10 stars in it, so that was a lot harder. And <laughs> But that was a more advanced one. I think some of the earlier ones only have like three or five, but then they kind of, some of them can go up a little bit, I guess. Do, do those levels, do they like disable jumping, or if you jump, you just automatically lose? It's completely disabled. You can't, you can't oh, okay. jump, you can't jump or attack. But I was afraid also, that like instinctively I would accidentally jump and it's just like right. pull myself up or something. Then it's like, oh, fail. <laughs> But, no, it's, it's completely locked. None of the buttons do anything. All you can do is just move. And then there's enemies that you have to kind of dodge and kind of, like, walk around and stuff like that. And the difference between those levels and the normal levels is they actually give you um, a complete 360 camera rotation for the level, too. So you get, you'll always see where you're at and when you're walking around. Um, the normal levels, you only have a limited uh, left, right, and center view. And it's up, the camera controls are disabled when you're playing with more than by yourself. Gotcha. And also the Captain Toad levels are only single player. If you have other people there, they, they don't do anything. Only the person with the gamepad gets to play. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I am very excited about this game. I cannot wait for Thank it. I love, my, I love 3D Land and I love Galaxy 2, and this seems like it's kind of like a mix of the two in a way. Um so I'm I'm very excited for it. Um, yeah, it's actually. Oh, yeah. this is actually one of the the only 3D Mario games that my wife has actually been really excited about. I have to think it's partially because of the cat suit. Um, that's <laughs> adorable. Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> but I, she's excited, which is great because that that way I'll actually get to enjoy the the multiplayer and stuff. Um, she really enjoys the new Super Mario Brothers um, stuff. I mean, we—that's one of the games that we really enjoy playing together. Um, you know, both just you know, just two-player, but also when other people come over and everything, we really enjoy doing that. So she's she's really excited about this one too, which is makes me even more excited because it's it's fun to play games with her. Um, so I'll definitely be grabbing that one. It's kind of how I'm describing it. Easily, it's uh. New Super Mario 3D Land. 
because you get like the new aspect of it where you're having four players on the screen at the same time, but the level design is like 3D land. So it's they still have the top of the flagpole objectives, and you still have the three item three stars to find instead of the star coins, and then they're also throwing in a stamp to find as well. But those are yeah. those are more for the completionist, and not everyone has to find them. They do give you like score rankings with all the players that you have playing too. So whoever contributed most to the high score will show that they get to wear a little crown in the next level that you play. And you can actually knock it off of them if they get hurt. And then you can wear the, you can pick up the crown and get the like a power up, but it doesn't give you any powers or anything, but you get to wear it. <laughs> That's kind of cool too. So it does have that competitive nature to it. So. Yeah, I remember playing the demo at, um, I guess they had the Best Buy event that was going on, um, and uh, it was fun. That, that, uh, the cat suit was, uh, was interesting to use. I'm definitely excited to uh, to play the full game. We're only a couple days away now, so pretty sweet. That's Friday. Um, and I'm, gonna, I'm making a prediction in this podcast, too, as well. So we'll see in a couple of months, years, how, how this pans out. Because we got Rosalina playable in, in this game, right? So I'm predicting Rosalina is going to be playable in Smash Brothers, and then I'm predicting we're going to get a Super Mario Galaxy 3 eventually on Wii U. So, so here, we'll here, do you do you think she'll be a separate character, or do you think she'll just be a, a skin of like the princess? I think she'll be a character. Okay. I think I guess I would have maybe said not, but now that she's in this game. And then I, I have a feeling they're going to do a Galaxy 3. I just feel like on Wii U and HD, they, I think that's a great uh, opportunity. And I know they've beautiful. hinted that they're not done with Galaxy yet. And so mm-hmm. then part of me is kind of like, well, she's already in this game, and if they're going to do a Galaxy 3, and they have a Super Mario Galaxy stage in the game, like, there's enough promotion there that I think that she could be playable. Hopefully. So we'll see. Well, you know, she was a racer in, like, what, Mario Kart 7, or was it Mario Kart Wii? It was one of them, but... She was also a playable uh, character there, too. That's yeah. right. I think it, it was Wii, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. I think I think she'll definitely be in the game, whether she's a playable character or, a, like, an assist trophy or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, she, she's got to be in the game. Right. Watch, watch Sakurai just put her in the background of the galaxy stage or something just to, <laughs> just just to get us all the background. <laughs> Yeah. But they usually say they take a character from, and they each have like a level designed after them. So it's almost like a foreshadow that she could be a playable character. Because usually they obviously have a stage from like Star Fox or Fox, and they also usually have like one from, from like Bowser's Castle or whatever. So it's like they, I think there's a pretty good opportunity if there's a Mario Galaxy stage that they announce that maybe one of the next uh, character reveals might be Rosalina. Maybe. Yeah. We'll we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so that basically concludes the Nintendo Direct discussion. So uh, we kind of integrated our own thoughts on these different games in there as well. So big trifecta of games coming out this Friday. Three uh, big games for Nintendo. So we'll see how that how that goes, uh, especially on the day of the Xbox One launch. So PlayStation Four is out now. Xbox One coming soon. So just the whole gaming landscape is changing quite a bit. So it'll be very interesting to see um, where things go from here. Um, but I just wanted to conclude this episode with just some discussion on a couple games that we've been playing recently that I guess since we haven't had podcast episodes, we may not have been able to really 
talk about. So I just have a few that I wanted to mention. If there's others you guys have as well, we can we can jump in and, and briefly talk about those also. Um, but one of them is uh, the wonderful 101, because I don't think that was out yet by the time we, uh, you know, when we stopped doing the episodes and stuff. Um, and that game is so much fun. I mean, it's been a while since I've been able to play it, just because I've just had limited time and had other stuff as well. Um, but uh, from what I have played, it's so much fun. It's got, a, it's got a big learning curve. Like, in order to really start mastering the controls, you really have to, like, mess around with it for a bit and just get a feel for things. But once you do, it's just so much fun. It's like, it's like nonstop just action. You just feel like you're on this roller coaster ride just going through all the levels. Um, like, for anybody that's played Sin and Punishment Star Successor on Wii, um, just that feel of just one by one, there's all these twists and turns and, and that excitement playing the game, I feel like translates to the wonderful 101. Like, it's kind of similar in that regard. Um, it's just, it's a blast. And I've done most of the stuff with off-TV play, so I've done it with the control sticks rather than the, uh, the touch screen, just because whenever I usually play, it's usually, like, I guess at night and stuff, so I'm just in bed and I'll just play the, uh, the game a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, have either of you gotten the game at all, or? Nope. <laughs> um, I have. I really, I, I wanted to, but I, I just didn't, um, with the, everything else that's going on and other games that I'm wanting to play, it just unfortunately got pushed to the side and I never picked it up and, um, it looks great. And I, I, I really enjoyed the additional improvements and stuff that they put on it at the last second and added the multiplayer in and everything. I played through the, the demo a couple times, um, but I, I never actually got it. No. Um, what about you, Greg? Have you, have you played the wonderful one-on-one? Yes, I have. I was almost trying to interject just a tad, but yeah, I did pick it up, but I had, didn't get very far into it. I got to one point where I was stuck, and then I had posted about it on the forums, but then I still haven't had the opportunity to go back. Um, I kind of jumped back into Assassin's Creed 3 to try to beat that before the fourth one, before I get the fourth one, but um, I did play a good portion of the Wonderful 101, and for like a, at least a little with the first couple bosses or whatever, and it, it is, it, the learning curve is definitely true. It definitely jumped it up a notch, and I still seem to die like five or six times during some of these levels, so I'm not very one for to put up like defense or anything, so I just usually try to repeatedly attack, and I know even uh, the producer said you can't just do that, but that's just the way I play the game. So, see, I'll just live and learn, and I'm just glad that you get to kind of just almost like continue, and whatever damage you to the boss is already done, and you just pretty much pick up where the thing was, and it just stocks you for a life or whatever in the score. But since it's not really, not really competing against anyone with the score, I don't really care if I have five or six deaths in there too. Yeah, like some of those boss battles are just so long that like I just I can't last the entire time, so I die and just come back. Like it literally feels like, all right, this this has got to be the big finale, and you beat the guy, and then something else happens. You're like, oh, okay, well this this is the big finale, and something else happens. It just like goes on for a while, but it's it's intense. It's fun. It is really fun. I mean, I'm looking forward to jumping back into it sometime soon, but. I was hoping to finish up, like, 3D World, and then I might jump back into it before, like, Tropical Freeze comes out. Yeah. That is uh, the wonderful 101. The other game that since then that I've kind of said is sort of occupied my time is uh, 
Pokemon X and Y. I got X versions. Um, and uh, that's actually been really fun. For, for somebody who, like me, I got pretty sick of the Pokemon series after a while. Like, I just got so bored of it. Um, you know, like, I got black and white, and I didn't play too much of it. I didn't get black 2 or white 2 or any of that stuff. But this one, it feels quite different, just because, just especially because of the look of the game. The whole 3D overworld and everything um, just looks great. And they put in so many Pokemon in this game. There's actually not that many new Pokemon, which is a little disappointing. But at the same time, they put in so many Pokemon from all the generations of games that, like, every area you go, I've spent so much time trying to get all the Pokemon in the area. And it, um, and it makes it refreshing because you're not seeing the same ones over and over um, as you play through the game. So that's really cool. Um, and I just I got through the part where they have, like, the Mega Evolution, so I was able to just try out that whole thing recently, and uh, that's pretty sweet. So, um, yeah, I'm actually really liking this game. This might be the one... It's been a long time since I've actually beat a Pokemon game, but this might be one that, like, I'm motivated to try and get through all of and, and beat. Um, yeah. Have either of you um, gotten the game at all or been interested? I have not. I'm not much of a Pokemon fan. I've never... I'm actually probably one of the few people I can say I've never even played a single Pokemon game, but... Like I said about Kirby, I still love to pick Pikachu and not Super <laughs> Smash Brothers. He's actually one of my best characters. I'm better with him than I am with Kirby, but that's about as far as I know about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I decided kind of early on that I wouldn't be picking up uh, this one only because the time commitment. Um, I knew I didn't have the time to really jump into a Pokemon game um, at this moment because uh, I spent so much time uh, with Soul Silver was the last one that I that I got and spent a ton of time with that game and really enjoyed it. Um, didn't get Black or White or Black or White 2. Um, thought about it a lot and decided not to. And then this one, I just kind of early on, I was like, eh, I not going to have the time that I really want to give to this game and, or it's going to occupy all my time and I'm not going to get to play anything else. So I decided to go ahead and, and hold back on that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's great, but I had to make a call and I decided no. <laughs> right. Yeah. I definitely wish I had more time to kind of play a bunch of these things. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, um, that's Pokemon X and Y. One of my, my, my cousins in um, in California have a game as well, so I've been playing. I've traded online and battled online and stuff, and that's been pretty quick. I love that one thing that I really like, that it's that whole Nintendo, you know, um, two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Like, they, they there are certain times where you're like, okay, they're actually doing really good with some of this stuff, and other times you're like, Nintendo, what are you doing? Um, but this is one of those times where online play is very seamlessly integrated. Like on the bottom screen, you have access to your friends playing the game and um, it'll show you just random people will just continually populate on the bottom screen and at any point you can tap them and try and initiate a trade or a battle if you want. Um, and uh, that's really cool because you're just always connected, you know, if you want to. You can, of course, disconnect if you yeah. just don't want to be online. But like there's been times where, you know, I'll just send a little trade request or something and, and just right away just do a quick little trade and I'm done. Um, yeah. And there's this little wonder trade feature, so you can just put up a Pokemon and randomly trade and see what you get, which is 
surprisingly entertaining. Like I've spent a good hour, hour and a half total probably over the course of playing the game so far of just randomly trading and just seeing what I get. <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. Greg, were you with me when they did the Pokemon roundtable at E3? Yeah, we did go to that together, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I remember sitting there, like, hearing about all this stuff, um, you know, and, and thinking, that's really cool. They've really pushed in, in a really good direction and and stuff, especially with the online and stuff in, uh, in, in this next game. Yeah, I think... I think actually, if of the, the handful of games that Nintendo has actually done well with online, I think Pokemon is is definitely at the top of that list. I think they've always kind of innovated in in their in their online um, offerings with the Pokemon games. I just wish they do it more other games, but Pokemon <laughs> it seems like they've always done pretty well with that. Yeah, like I remember they had the uh, I forget what they were called the little wireless. Uh, attachment things for the uh, was it for the Game Boy Advance or something where you could like for Fire Red, Leaf Green. If you had um, oh, yeah. if you were near another you know Game Boy, you could like trade or battle or something. So they're always trying to um, I guess especially the Pokemon series innovate with that. Um, but uh, that is Pokemon X and Y. Um, then another thing recently that I've been uh, trying out a bit uh, is We Fit You, and I know at least Steve has been trying that because. Uh, <laughs> It's pretty funny. Um, they, uh, I guess once you add people to your, to, you know, in the same community, we have a Nintendo Fuse community as well, so you can check out our yeah. forums for the uh, the code for for the community. You'll so you'll show up in the game. So I guess my me showed up in in Steve's game, and and I was like <laughs> dancing or over and over and over yeah. again. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah, you have to go to our Nintendo Fuse uh, Instagram. Um, and check that out as well. But it's it's so hilarious. Um, I'm curious to see if like if like everybody you add is going to be doing different things. Or like I'm curious now. So I got to see. You know, I got to find yeah. other people to, to try and check that out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been trying to play this game, and um, the, the the one thing that interested me about this is the fact that it's kind of annoying to have to take out the balance board, turn on the TV, get everything set up. But the fact that you can just grab the gamepad and just do a quick little, like, uh, body test, like, right then and there without needing the TV is definitely handy. Um, but uh, I like the Wii Fit U meter. I've been, uh, I got that a couple days ago. Finally had it at uh, Toys R Us. So I've been wearing that the past few days. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, they have pretty much all the same games from the previous game, the Wii Fit games, but they've added a bit more. Um, and they're pretty neat. Like, the one I tried, which is kind of cool, was you're using the gamepad as, like, a water hose kind of thing, and you yeah, have, like, knees fun. coming at you. Yeah, and you're, like, using the gamepad, like, the gyroscope and aiming at the at the knees, but you push your foot down on the balance board of the pedal um, to shoot, uh, like, you know, the water at the um, at the knees coming. So that's actually been a really sweet. Um, and uh, there was another one. I don't think it was in the other game, but it was, like, a rock climbing thing, and you used two weir modes. So you both you're holding one in each hand, and the balance board, and you're basically climbing, um, like rock climbing, but using you know your two hands and the balance board and stuff in combination, and it actually like works out really well. Like this is the type of thing. It's like you can't really do this on other systems. Like finally the balance board kind of makes sense in some of these games the way it was used. Um, so that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. What 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 do you think about uh, We Fit You so far, Steve? I'm liking it a lot. Um, so 
I, I didn't ever write and then actually make this announcement on um, Nintendo Fuse necessarily because I just kind of stumbled into it and was like, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. So, um, you know, got it on the 31st whenever it was it launched, um, but didn't actually play it until I think it was... Um, so tomorrow will be two weeks. So what is it, November 4th or whatever it was, that Monday, um, 3rd or whatever. And um, so got my, my got my fit meter in that day, um, ordered on Amazon, uh, which I totally recommend. If anybody's looking for a fit meter, go to Amazon. Um, just save yourself the headaches of trying to track down the stores that have it because you won't find any to start with unless you happen to find one at Toys R Us. Um, just go to Amazon. Even though they say they're out of them, they come back in stock, and then they ship them to you right away. So, um, yeah, that's the best place to find one. Um, and if you have Amazon Prime, you get free shipping, and it's great. Um, but anyhow, um, so started that Monday, and, and just said, you know, I, I know Mickey had done that whole Wii Sports experiment, and, and then and he ended up doing the Wii Fit experiment. I was just like, you know what, what – why don't I try to do that? Because I was trying to get back into working out and, and kind of get back in shape and everything. My wife and I are going to see, you know, set a goal for ourselves next year to try to do a half marathon. And, you know, like, let's, let's see if we should do this. And so we jumped in and uh, into it. And so she's just kind of working out and kind of, I got her a fit meter as well. And she's wearing it when she, when she does her runs and different things like that and kind of put it in there. But I decided to go ahead and and challenge myself um, in addition to my other workouts that I do to do um, to uh, to do we fit you at least 20 minutes a day um, every day for an entire month and um, just kind of track my my progress along the way see how I do um, see if it actually works um, so it is it is in conjunction with you know running um, I'm not just doing we fit you so it is a little different than like Mickey's experiment, which because I think all he did was just play Wii Sports over and over and, and Wii Fit over and over, where I, I actually am adding in my additional, you know, workouts with, with running and I'm trying to eat better. So it's, this is a full thing, but I'm just using Wii Fit U to kind of track how I'm doing and track my daily weight and my BMI and, and all this stuff. So um, it's been pretty good so far. I do have to say yesterday was an incredibly busy day. And it was the only day so far in the two weeks that I actually didn't get the 20-minute workout, and I felt horrible that I didn't do it because I didn't keep my commitment. Um, so after it's all said and done, I'm going to have to say, yes, I did it every day this month except for one day. Um, but I think that's okay. In the end, the end I'm, I'm okay with it, I guess, because um, I was really, really tired. Um, but anyhow, back to the game itself. Um, it's it's fun. It's the new activities are fun. Um, I, I love the trainer mode. Um, that's what I use every day. I, I, I sit there and just say, you know, give me a 20 minute workout, and it puts together a set of 20 uh, of different activities that will last 20 minutes. And you know, I get to pick. You know, I can I can say no, I don't want those. Give me another set of 20 or 20 minutes or whatever. But I can do that. You can set on how many calories you want to burn. Um, which is really nice when it comes when, after you've been doing it for a while, you can actually set it up to um, to set like a calorie limit that you or not a limit but a goal that you want to burn each day. So in combination of your fit meter and your calories that you burn within the game itself, you know you can work to a certain goal, which is actually kind of cool because it 
adds that to your fit meter as well. So now you ha- you see you know how many you have to go to achieve your goal of calories burned each day. Each day. So that's kind of cool because I don't like the Fitbit, Nike Fuel Band, all that stuff kind of have goals. So you can add that within that as well and put that on your fit meter. So all that comes into play. I think it's it's really good. Um, a couple of negatives that I will say is that uh, number one, um, when you do multiplayer, it doesn't add in your um, your calories burned and it doesn't save your records in games. I don't understand why because it's attached to my me. I use my me within multiplayer. Why doesn't it give me the calories burned? We played through every game on there thinking, oh, we're going to get all these calories burned, and then, like, it recorded nothing. And it didn't allow us to keep the the things when we hit back the back button. All of a sudden, I said, well, your record's going to be lost. Are you sure you want to do this? And I say, um, no. I go back in and think, oh, well, how do I exit out without doing that? And finally, I just had to do it. Um, so that is kind of unfortunate. And it does get a little repetitive with the things they tell you over and over, especially after doing it, you know, two weeks straight, 20 minutes a day. I've heard the same things a lot from my trainer's mouth. Um, they, they say a lot of the same encouragements or or critiques a lot. So it kind of, unfortunate, it's a bit repetitive. But, yeah. I think the luge is uh, fantastic, but I hate it all at the same time, though. Have you done that one yet? No, I haven't. It's so like it. You're sitting on the balance board. You lift your feet up. You put. You grab a hold of the balance board, and you kind of lay back as in you're riding a luge, and you like fly down the track. You have to side and everything. It takes about two and a half, three minutes to get to the bottom on the beginner one, and my abs are about, you know, to just like catch on fire by the time I'm done. <laughs> so, it's a great workout, but it. I hate it as well. <laughs> yeah. So that was sorry. That was like an entire review within the same. I've played it a lot, so it's on my mind a lot. So. Yeah, no problem. There's there's a lot in that game though, because every time they release a new one, they always keep adding and adding onto it, which is nice. Like it's not it's not like okay, well now that I have this, I still have to play the other game. No, it's like these new ones like replace the older games. Um, yeah, and it brings your profile like in, I, which is great. Right. Yeah, exactly. I like how it, you, I was able to bring my, uh, my save data and stuff over, too. Not that I played the other one that much either, but at least some of my scores and stuff were there, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, what about you, Greg? Have you gotten a chance to uh, try out WeFit U at all? Or? Um, well, I did get the game, and I did get the fit meter, but I haven't – I can't say I've played it a single one of the minigames. I've only used it to weigh in right now, but um, – I've had a nice backlog of Wii U games, and this one is more on the wayside. I mean, I'm still sneaking up the meter to put in the, the all the steps I do throughout the day, like every couple of days. But all I've been doing is the really fast weigh-in, and haven't really had a chance to play the games. Um, I did get to see that lose one where I went to that Wii U experience last summer. So I did, or two summers ago, whenever that was. But uh, it was really cool when I got to play it it really did feel like it burned the abs and everything too but other than that I don't I haven't really played too many of the mini games yeah hmm. do you guys know how many days worth of stuff the Wii you need meter will save before it needs to be synced or it'll start deleting stuff or I don't know that yesterday was the my mind. day that I went without actually putting it in because um, I have been doing it every day so I haven't yeah. 
tested that. Because I know I've gone like two days. Like I know it saves at least like two days worth of stuff. You don't have to do it every day necessarily because it did sync that up. But then it's been another two, maybe three days since I played last. Because that's my biggest thing is like I may forget to like sync it that frequently or something. Like if I just never get the chance to play it, but I still want to save the data. Um, so I'm just curious as to you know if I should know every week I got to sync it or something. Um, my I guess find is that anywhere. a week because I know it, it measures like if you cycle through the screens, you see the your your week's worth of calorie burn, your calories you burned. So I think my guess is that it saves at least a week, but I don't know for sure beyond that. Right. That'd be an interesting test, but I don't know if you'd, you want to lose your data. <laughs> right. I'm sure it probably says somewhere. I'm, I guess I may have that documented, but yeah, I haven't heard. They haven't really talked about it much. Right. And that's almost kind of scary because it's like, is it only seven days and then you don't, you'll don't lose your data or is it really like at least a month and then it's like, okay, well, I spent at least a month or whatever to keep it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and I did find, probably... I think somebody said about the Wii Fit U meter, I found it interesting that, like, I think somebody said they unregistered it once and then it took their game back to, like, the trial mode. Um, so apparently, like, because I know when you download it, I think it says Wii Fit U free version or something. So it knows that it's downloaded, like, digitally from the eShop. And so if you, for whatever reason, unregister your WeFit meter until you re-register, you know, some sort of a WeFit U meter. Um, again, we'll go back to, like, a trial mode or something. Um, mm. Not that I guess any of us would, but, you know, I guess if you ever ha- if you happen to lose your meter, you got to buy another one if you want to uh, keep the game, I guess. Well, I did know I said something about, like, if you want to get rid of your meter, make sure you disconnect it first or whatever from your game. I'm like, or you really have to? I and mean, that might be their way of saying we want you to do this so you don't have this game for free anymore. (laughs) But it made it seem like as long as it was registered, you get to keep it forever. So, I mean, I don't know why you try to get rid of it, but... I think some people were... Because a WeFit meter can only be synced with one system or something, like, at a time. So I think some people were wondering if they could buy one meter and, like, unlock a bunch of games. You know what I mean? Um... So that way, like, not everybody had to pay. Like, for people that didn't care about the meter, but they wanted the Wii Fit U game, like, the full version, mm, they could, like, yeah. share it amongst friends or something. So I guess they're trying to prevent something like that. or I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that is uh, Wii Fit U. Um, then the other thing that came out recently, Wii Sports Club. Uh, I played a little bit of that. Um, I did... Uh, one match of, of tennis online, and I did terribly. Um, and a match of bowling, which there were four people, but over the course of the game, two of them dropped out, and I ended up getting second. Um, so I guess I lost. Um, but uh, uh, it was uh, it was fun though. It was cool. Like I guess you can set like your own little messages and stuff. Like um, well, preset messages, but then you can create your own, and they have to get approved or something. Um, and uh, but it was neat, kind of a. Uh, you know, playing online. It was pretty quick to find people to play. Um, so yeah, they were probably not quick. Like that, yeah. Uh, I haven't really gotten to play around with the whole, like, look at any stats or anything for the whole club, because I just did my, like, Virginia club right now for the state, but I know there's different ones that you can do. Um, How many do you have in your Virginia club? 
I I don't even remember. I didn't even pay attention to to that. Because um, I think I have eight in New Hampshire. Oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> huh. Small state. Yeah. And very little we use apparently. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, At I least we use with online and we sports, but yeah. Mine yeah. said it was like mine said it was like fourteen hundred for Illinois club. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I don't know if you should be, uh, you know, if you're a lucky one there, Steve, or if you're unfortunate. I don't know. I don't know. You can say you're top of the state now. That's something to, uh, <laughs> no, to go for. No, I can. <laughs> Number eight in the whole state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll have to try and, and play more of that online. Um but I'm more excited about, like, the potential, you know, like the other sports that they release. Because the other sports, they're going to, like, update, like with golf. You can have the game pad on the floor, kind of like the whole tech demo thing they showed a while ago. And, and uh, you know, if they do other sports, like other new ones yeah. in the future. Um, but uh, I think it's pretty neat. And I like that they're, for people that don't manually go to the eShop and download it, they're, you know, basically putting it on people's Wii U's automatically and stuff <laughs> if they have allowed that. Um, it's, I like. I always like when they do that because then it's for the people that don't pay attention as much. You know, at least yeah. they are able to to know about these things too. It's interesting they didn't do that right away though. It took like a, a week later before they started finally, you know, automatically sending it out. Because I waited for a while because I was like, you know, I'm gonna let them go ahead and put it on, see what that experience is like, you know, and and everything. And then after you know two or three days went by, I'm like, it's still not here. All right, I'm I'm tired of waiting. I just went and manually did it. Um, yeah, seems like I, it's that way for like firmware updates and stuff too, because that's another thing that you can have auto like update. But sometimes that takes a bit longer. Like I don't know about you know a couple of days. Maybe it's the like, server it's never, load. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've only been really playing the bowling one, and I've had a lot of fun with that. I've played a number of online games already, and I've only gotten second. But my first match was four players, and they all four stayed around the whole time, and I got second overall, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, the last ones I've played, I've, it started with four, and then there was one that ended with just me and the other person, and again, I got second in that one. And there was another one where only one person dropped, and I got second with that as well. Um, that that one I felt like I was my game was sort starting to go down and I felt like that uh, Wii elbow was coming back so it was like my <laughs> arm was getting a little sore when I was playing the online so I was struggling to even pick up like the one pin spare or something like that I was like how the hell am I doing this it just it was really frustrating and then I was like oh my god I was posting the status like the thing I was like how 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 about that. <laughs> Right. I did create a custom one. Um, pretty much, you just make a post to Meverse, and then you can select it. So you can just yeah, post like whatever you want. You just post whatever you want to the community, and then you can use. It. And then after an hour, you can select it as one of your banters or whatever on my banter. Okay. So I, I didn't know how you had to wait because it said it had to be approved or something. Well, it's not really approved. It just it's posted to this thing, and then as long as it wasn't reported or flagged or whatever for removal, then it it stays. Uh, so as long as it's not like swear words and or a picture of inappropriate parts or anything like that, then it's easily accepted. Right. Um, 
my the one I made, I did the combo breaker or whatever from Killer Instinct, and then I was using that one a little bit. Like when people like missed like their turkey or something like that, I would be like combo breaker. <laughs> nice. But um, my first online game was when I really saw the customized one. They had the Wonder Eyes Strike, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, but I don't want to copy him though. He to- he stole it. Yeah. That was really cool. I saw that in my very first online game. I was like. Man, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't really play too much of the tennis, but I'll probably be getting that one at some point, but I didn't buy it yet. I only did the 24-hour demo. Um, in terms of the other sports, I probably even won't even get boxing or golf, but I might consider baseball, depending on how I like the free 24-hour demo of it. Yeah. I went ahead and got both, because um, I know I, I both of those will be played quite a bit, you know, even by myself or at parties and stuff like that, too. Um, and I think, you know, eventually when other people get that I know, get a Wii U and everything, that'd be something that'd be fun to play online. Um, and I think, you know, even within the site and forums and stuff like that, too, it'd be fun to have some some games and stuff. But uh, one thing, I mean, this is stupid, but what, have you guys played any of the, the local um tennis at all in, in Wii Sports um, Club or have you only played online? Just online? I've only done I've only done online right now. I mean, I saw the local when I tried doing it last, but I was like, well, I usually, it was like when I saw it in Mario Kart Wii, it was like you could play kind of local, like people like in your country or region or you could play online against everybody and I was always like, well, I'd rather open up the base even more than normal. Right. So I usually just Try to include everybody then to restrict. Uh, I meant sorry, I, local as in you're just just on your Wii, like playing the computer or playing someone else local multiplayer. Oh, you, I I've done that. Yeah, I I know there's like the two modes for online, one for like the region, one for that. But then there's also the local. Um, me and my wife did play. She was she challenged me and she beat me the first game, but then I <laughs> came back and beat her the second and third game. So, so in on in that mode, do they do normal scoring for tennis like the way it should be, or do they still do just the first to seven? Um, we only did bowling, so I mean, I imagine the tennis would probably be the same as the online one. But okay, so that was weird to me. Like it was just like because I knew when they originally demoed um, uh, Wii Sports way back, you know, 2005 or whatever on Wii. I remember seeing the score just count one, two, three, four, and then when the game actually came out, they did real tennis scoring. It was, you know, 0, 15, 30, 45. Um, and then, or sorry, love, that started out, but anyhow. Um, but then all of a sudden, like, when they went to online multiplayer for Wii Sports Club, it went back to one, two, three, oh, yeah. four. I didn't realize it until just now, yeah, now that you mention it. I mean, I mean maybe it's not they, that big of a deal, but it's weird. <laughs> but isn't the online mode treated more just like it's like a sudden death thing? It's not a full on like match. Where right. You... That, that's what I was wondering if the if the local multiplayer was still the regular tennis, you know, scoring, and maybe they just did that for online because, you know, because it's different. I don't know. Well, I think the the local one is like that because I played the computer and it was up to seven. It was I didn't play as well. I didn't huh. play tennis online because I didn't have a chance to practice, and then pretty much I only got to play it for like 15 minutes, and then it seemed like my 24 hours was up. 
<laughs> so that is weird that they changed the, the scoring style. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I wonder if, um, I mean, I don't know how, you know, tennis is, is the scoring is done, like, differently in other parts of the world or something. So, like, if you yeah. play online, they wanted to make it something more unified or, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I did have Mario Tennis open, and then it was like the normal scoring thing. But then, if you like the whole series was tied, then it was first to seven. So, I mean, it, that's why I thought it was more like a sudden death kind of thing. Like matches were tied, and then just like, okay, we'll just count to seven and make it nice and short and sweet, and not have like a full blown out like a three matches or whatever, and then first to four in each of those or whatever or something like that. Yeah. Right. Cause, I mean, Mario Tennis Open, I think, was like they had the option just to do sudden, the sudden death one. You didn't have to play the full game either. But hmm. interesting. I'll have to uh, have to test that out then or something. I, mean, I don't I don't know if anybody I have at home is going to want to play, but I can just hook up two Wii remotes and just try it out. Right. Um, yeah. Your Mario and Luigi remotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those remotes are pretty sweet. So check out the unboxing on NintendoFuse.com for mm-hmm. the Mario and Luigi. Weird remote plus controllers. I did get the Luigi one. That one's pretty cool. I might get the Mario one sooner than later, but I'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's Wii Sports Club. Um, and that's all the stuff that I had. Unless did you, either of you have any, like, specific games that you've really been playing a lot that you kind of wanted to talk about? Yeah. Um, I, speaking of remotes, actually, coming with games or... Um, remotes and now remotes coming with games we party uh we party you i'm playing a lot of um i've played pretty much everything i can uh single player or with two players um i'm waiting to have a group over to actually play like the three four player you know big big full-on party game uh like all the way through um before i actually write my review because i don't feel that i can actually give the game um, a full review without actually playing its, you know, (laughs) the actual party mode of it. Um, But going through all the individual mini games and playing them and playing the tabletop ones um, just on the gamepad alone, uh, it's a very fun game. There's so much packed into We Party You. There's there's a ton of stuff. And so uh, I really enjoy it. And I think it's definitely a game that will be great four parties, um, if I ever have one. Uh, but I think it's going to be great, you know, for family get-togethers and stuff, like, people that, like, if families enjoy playing video games, like, at Thanksgiving or Christmas and stuff like that, um, coming up, that's going to be definitely one to go to. Um, it's it's going to be great for, for younger gamers, for older gamers, for people who don't really know what they're doing. All of them are usually just involved, like, one button. Um, or, or maybe two, um, and they get really innovative at times. Sometimes they're kind of like dumb and they're repetitive, but but most of them are pretty innovative. And uh, it's been it's been a fun game to play, um, even just myself or with my wife. Um, and I'm I'm just imagining it to be even more fun uh, with with a group and being able to go through, um, you know, like one of the board games and and play through an entire round. Do you think that for somebody like me who probably wouldn't get to do the multiplayer very much, if, you know, maybe like once, even like not even much, 
is there enough single player stuff to justify a purchase or no? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, there is, uh, so in contrast, I think we party did not have that much in terms of single player, but we party you does have some more single player options. Um, I don't know if I would say it's worth the full price. Right. Although you do get a Wii Remote Plus with it. So that really means, I mean, if you take that into consideration, the game is, itself is ends up being like 20 bucks. So maybe. If you need a Wii Remote Plus, yes. If you don't, <laughs> then probably not until it goes on discount. Right. If only it was bundled with like the Mario or Luigi controllers or something, you know. Because now yeah. I have like so many weird ones. Right. Yeah, I'd say if it ever gets discounted, yeah. Or, but there's probably not enough there to warrant a purchase if you're gonna like ninety percent of the time only be playing a single player. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably like the reason why I'm, I'm already new figure to skip it. I don't; those uh, meetings are too far in between, and feel like it would get played like once or twice out of like the time I would have it. So, I figure I don't think uh, two nights of entertainment is worth for uh, fifty dollars or whatever. Yeah. Um, any other uh, games at all, Steve? That you that you really want to talk about, or? Oh, that's really it. I mean, Zelda, Wii Party, you and Wii Fit's pretty, pretty much been all that's occupied my time recently. I, I did I did play TNT Racers, the Nitro Machines edition, um, through my uh, on Wii U through my review up on that a few days ago. To um, it's all right. It's not that great. Um, but, so I don't really need to talk about it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm playing. Uh, what about you, Greg? Anything uh, you want to mention? Well, pretty much covered all the Wii U stuff, like the um, Sports Club, the Super Mario 3D World, the Wonderful 101. Um, obviously, I had a little bit more time with the Assassin's Creed 3, but that was just like the single player order, and we've already talked that one to death, too. But um, pretty much the only other ones on the 3DS I've been playing was the Oracle of Seasons and Ages, which... When those came out, I just got them because it was like they had that, that sale a couple dollars off if you got both of them. But I didn't really start playing them until recently because I was just kind of motivated to get through the last few games before the new one came out. So um, I really thought like Oracle of Seasons was a ton of fun. Um, it's a lot like uh, Link's Awakening if you're looking for a comparable game. I mean, it has some, some of the similar power-ups and stuff like that and Link can jump like he does in Awakening with the Rock's Feather. Um, but overall, it's got a really good story and everything, and it's got really cool game mechanics. You can change, like, the season, and then pretty much, like, if it's springtime, then you can, like, splash some of the flowers if you need to go like, get through. But if it's, like, winter, then there's could be too much snow, and you can't get through certain areas, or even, like, the water's frozen. So then if you don't have, like, the swimming mechanic the door of flippers then you can actually like walk over the water to the other side to get where you need to go so pretty much each season comes with a different element to navigate through the landscape um 
in terms of work of ages, it's kind of similar to Ocarina of Time in a way. You kind of go back in the past, and then you can go into the present only. Then you kind of work between the two, and then, like, the the overworld changes slightly, like, with, like, some of the rocks might have, like, fallen off the mountains, and there's, like, different passageways or something like that, or the forest, like, the trees might have, like, burned down or something like that, and then cleared ways, like, in the past. So you're kind of, like, warping between, like, points in the future and the past that kind of, like, like save uh, Nairu, the, that goddess or whatever that they introduced in Ocarina of Time. So it's pretty interesting. The Oracle is, um, of Seasons, it has the Din, you have to rescue her. And then uh, I think the one that was canceled, it had the other one, that Far or whatever her name is. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. I would definitely recommend both games. They're not, I almost thought one was just gonna be kind of like a palette swap and kind of different, but in fact, they're two entirely different games. There's some different power-ups in between the games, but obviously some of the basic stuff is still shared across the boomerang, power bracelet, stuff like that. But you can also get, like in uh, Oracle Seasons, you get like a, like, a la- like a seed launcher or something like that. But then in Ages, you have the actual slingshot. So the launcher, you can bounce it off of walls and try to get it to like ricochet off and to, to hit the thing that you need to. But the slingshot's more of a direct, the straight line shot. But then there's some other differences and you can like switch places in ages with like another object by using this like claw grabber thing. And that's kind of really cool to be able to like, you can teleport across the room by switching spots with like a jar. And so the puzzle mechanics are really good in ages, I think, because with that tool is just really cool and unique. Right. Right. Pretty cool. I guess the sale was only for a limited time thing, right? Yeah, it was like the for the first two or three weeks that they came out back in May. But I had downloaded them, but I never really got into really playing them until like this last like month or two. Gotcha. <laughs> so I'm almost done with Ages, and then hopefully I'll be able to jump right into Link Between Worlds on Friday. Yeah, not much of a break there, got. And then I can say I've, then I can say I've beaten every single Zelda game to date. That's an official Nintendo one. <laughs> so that basically, uh, I think, is it for the uh, the podcast then. So a lot of different games that we've kind of been playing recently and lots on the way as well, especially all in one day this Friday. Um, so uh, lots, of, uh, lots of great stuff coming, basically. So I know we, we started out very uh, negative on, on things with Nintendo, um, and, and, you know, there are things that they do need to improve upon and, and fix. Uh, so we, I like to think that we're, we're not just, you know, fanboys of some people, you know, we're not the, the, the shining white knights of Nintendo as, as Trist on our forum sometimes calls myself at least. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we like to try and be honest and, and hopefully, uh, um, Nintendo will, will improve some of those things. But overall, you know, there's been some great games out and lots more on the way and, um, no, I, don't, I think we're all, we're all excited for those. So definitely um, stay tuned to NintendoFuse.com for all the latest. Check out the forums. Um, and uh, definitely post, like, your friend codes and everything there and uh, your Nintendo Network ID. And, and uh, we'll try and get some games going, you know, play some online stuff. I know soon the holidays are coming up, so maybe people will be off from 
from school or at least, you know, away from work or something, you have more time to, to kind of play a little bit. So, uh, you know, maybe if you get a new 3DS or a 2DS or a Wii U or a Wii Mini or whatever. Actually, no, if you get a Wii Mini, you can't play with us. Yeah, no. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, any of the other stuff, you can join us, play online. Um, so, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, we don't really have a specific time yet for the next episode. Um, I know this one, has, it's been a while since then, but uh, I think hopefully around the holidays we can try and do another thing. Um, you know, at least at least when I'll be done with school and everything, we'll have a bit more of a break, and maybe we can um, talk about uh, how things are going. Maybe we can talk a little bit about the PS4, Xbox One, and how that's comparing to Wii U, because now it's a whole new generation, really, um, of, of games, and so it'll be a different landscape for Nintendo. So lots to uh, to talk about with that also. Um, so yeah, thank you everybody for uh, for listening and check out NintendoFuse.com, and uh, we will see you guys next time. See you later. Meow. See ya. <laughs>